Hilchis Schil Matona Perek Shishi. Now we learned that Dvarim Shibalev Enam Dvarim. So when a person does a Maisa Kinyan or other Maisa would make Shachalais, and he's tiny that a believer he had this and this Das, so we don't Rechenzach with the Das Shibalev, we Rechenzach with the Das of how he expressed himself. However, there's certain times when it's Muchach or it's, it's so clear that this is his Das, so even though he didn't say it clearly, but nevertheless, we go basin oimet. That's like called dvarim shebelibe belev kolodim. Everyone understands that that's his das. So bechiyagavne, it's not considered a chesaron of dvarim shebelev no dvarim. If you know exactly when that's considered, we had before when a person that wanted to go to Yisrael and he sold his nechosim, and it was considered dvarim shebelev enam dvarim. So that wasn't considered bedas or bedas kolodim. But I'll call upon him. That's the nekud of this halacha. Pelik shishi loilam oimdim das hanoisin. We assess the das anoisim. If it was it was mare that this is really what he ultimately meant, even though he didn't say it, is oisin al We do according to the assessment, even though he didn't say it. Even though since it's something we know that the, or we assume that the pastus is this is what he meant. And afal pishli even though he didn't clearly say clearly, he didn't articulate. Ketzad. A person has one son, and this son goes to and he heard that this child died. And he went ahead, he went and gave a present, all his nechosim, to someone else. He gave a complete matana gluya gmura to someone else. And and then his son comes. So the din is a matanosim That matana is not kayim. Why? It's very clear. Had he known that his son is still alive, he would have never given all his nechosov to his to this other person, to this other person. And the fact that he gave the nechosov to the other person is only because he thought that his son is no longer alive, so there's no one to yashin him, and therefore he gave this nechosov to another person. If he didn't give all his nechosim to someone else. He left some of his nechosim, or, or he retained some of the nechosim, ben karka, ben metaltum, whether it's karka or metaltum, so then matanasa kayamas, because he didn't give away all his nechosim. Notice he was leaving some of the nechosim just in case his son is alive, so he's leaving some nechosim for his son. And therefore we're saying that he didn't, Whereas in the case where he gave all the nechosim away, so the pshat is that there was no place in his mind that his son is alive, Mamele, he was assuming his son is no longer alive and he gave everything away. Masha'inkin, when a person is leaving some of the nechassim behind, so it means that in his mind he thinks that maybe his son is alive. And from Desvegen, he's giving away the nechassim. So therefore, this matana is kayam, even if Lepel, the son, was alive. Now, this din that a person, if he gave all his nechassim away, he gave all his nechassim, he heard that his son died. And then he gave all his nechosim away. So we say that when his, if his son was really alive, so then the matana is bottle. Masha'in came in a case where he left some of the nechosim for him. He left some of the nechosim that he didn't give it away. So then, even if he finds that the son is alive, so the matana is chal. That's what we learned over here in Allah Chalif. So the Ramah brings from Achreinim that this din is only by a matana shchivmirah. Because by a matana shchivmirah, the matana is only going to be chal achar misa. So at this point in time, even though he gave the maton, he gave all his nechosim, some of his nechosim, either way, he has access to all the nechosim, he can use all the nechosim. The question is only what's going to happen after he dies. So we say, 
if he gave away all his nechassim, so obviously he wasn't worrying about his son, he gave away all his nechassim for the misa, so the only reason why he wasn't worrying about his son because he assumed his son died. Mashenki, now that he realizes his son didn't die, so Mimele, that matana becomes bottle. That matana is bottle. Mashenki, if a person left some of the nechassim, he didn't give all of it away from matan shechivmira, so then obviously he was also entertaining the possibility that his son didn't die, and that's why he's leaving him some nechassim. So therefore, since he gave this matana away, entertaining the possibility that his son didn't die, so when he finds out Tanke's son didn't die, but nevertheless the matana is kind. That's the halacha that we learn in Allah Chalaf. But Bamedvar Mamurim, when we're dealing with a matna shchivmira, so in other words, a he's not worrying about himself at all, because Lepel, until he dies, he has all the nechassim. The question is only what's going to happen after he dies. So we say that since he thought that there was no son, so he gave it away. Once he realized there's a son, he didn't want to give all away. But what we're talking about a matnas bari, in the case of a matnas bari, a person has nechassim. And then he heard that his son died. And then he went ahead and gave away all his nechassim to somebody. Now the question is, he gave away all his nechassim, what's going to be with him? So obviously for some reason or another, he's not worrying about himself. He's not worrying about himself despite the fact that he gave away all his nechassim. So then we could assume that just like he's not worrying about himself, he's not worrying about his son. So therefore, even if he gave away all his nechassim, he knows he heard his son died, and he gave away all his nechassim. And Lepel, later on, he found out that his son is alive. So even in such a case, we say that the matone is kaim. That's what he brings from the Akhrenim. And The Ramah doesn't say that clearly. The Ramah doesn't say that this din is only talking about matan shchivmirah. He's only talking about but I'll call upon him. That's how he brings Bisham, he brings from the Grof, from the Arachashulchan, others that say that this din of halach, that this halach in Rambam is only talking about in a case when it's a matnas shchivmira, not a matnas bari. Halacha base. Vechein hakoysev kol nechosev matona lechem ibonus. Again, another example of a situation where a person writes something, and the pastors, if you read the writing, you assume one thing. But Chazal are telling us that the Oymedas is not like that. The Oymedas is not like that. A person has a number of sons, and he goes ahead and writes all his nechosim, that he wants to gift all his nechosim to one of these sons. Ben shohayibari, ben whether this person, the, the father that's dying, that died eventually, is was a bari or a shchivmira. And afilo ben cotton hamutl baris, it was a little child that was lying in the crib. Is nevertheless we assume le aso el We don't we don't take for granted the way he wrote the star was he's giving away all his nechassim. He has a number of sons and he's giving away all his nechassim to one of these sons. That's what he wrote. And this one son could be someone that's really not shaykes to be at this point in time responsible. He's a little baby. He's in a, he's in a crib. But nevertheless, Chazal say we assume that he didn't really mean to gift it to one son. We assume he wanted only that this son should be in charge. Really, it should belong to all of them, but he should be the one that should be in charge, or he should be the apotropos. We are so el apotropos, and therefore, he's like one of the brothers. He doesn't have, he doesn't own any more in the inheritance than the rest of the brothers. The umdundas, the svara is, that he didn't really want to give it away to the son. He just wanted that the other brother should listen to him. That's talking about if he said all his nechassim belong to one. However, Vimshir Kalshul, if he left over part of nechassim, he said, Lamashal, he owns a lot of assets. And he says all of these assets should belong to one of the sons. And only a small asset should belong to the other sons. 
whatever sheer culture, so then Zoha ben Matona, the Matona that he gave to one of the sons, becomes taka his, and the other sons, only Yarshan, this part that he left over. Now, Bamedvar Mamurim, this din, that when there's a number of sons, and he gifted all his assets to one of the sons, it goes to the, it does, we say that that son is not really, knows he didn't really want to take away the Yerusha from the other sons, but rather he wanted only that this son should be an apotropist. That's only when we're talking about Bain Bain Abonim. So notice he has his Yorshim Abonim, our sons, and it's a Bain Bain Abonim, there's a number of sons, and, and he's giving one of the sons all his inheritance, all his assets. So we say that he doesn't really want to give him all his assets, he only wants he should be the Apotropos. Avalim Kosov Kol Nechosov Leben Bain Abonis. He has not only Abonim, he has daughters. Now we're talking about daughters bechlal don yarshin bein abonim. In other words, there's a son and there's daughters they don yarshin. But it would mean, let's say he had sons, he had a number of sons, and those sons died, and now they left over daughters. So the din is l'marshal a person let's say had two two sons or three sons makes no difference, and lepel this one of the the sons died, so there's one son son still alive, and the other son died, and he left over a daughter. So this daughter shares the Yerusha with her uncle because Lepel, she's coming, she's the inheritor of this, of, of this son. And notice, if the son left over a son, so again, the son is the Yerush of the son, which is Yashin the, the Zayda. Masha'inkin, if Lemoshel, there was Yankif. Yankif left over, had Reuven, Shimon, Alevi. And Reuven is still alive. And Shimon, Alevi both died. And Shimon, Alevi, each one had a daughter. So Reuven, and the daughter of Shimon and the daughter of Levi, they Yashin the Yerusha. Each one gets a third. So in such a case, when it's a ben, ben abonis, and he says he's gifting it all to Ruvain, as opposed to, to Shimon and Levi's daughters, so then the, the Yerusha is chal, I mean the, the maton is chal, and it belongs to Ruvain. That's this din. We assume that a person is not taking it away from the bonim, and he's not giving it to the ben, ben abonim. We don't, we assume that. But she'enkein, if it's ben, ben abonis, even though they're all yarshim, so then we don't assume that he's not gifting it to the Ben Ben Ibonis. And Alderazel, we're not assuming that he's not gifting it to the Bas Ben Ibonis. Somewhere or another, to take it away from the Bonim, so we assume he's not taking it away. But to take it away from the Bonis, or from the Bonis Ben Abonim, or, or the Bonis Ben Abonis, all of these, we don't assume that. That's the saying. Bamedvar Mamurim, Shekosav Lebein Ben Abonim. Avalam Kosav called Nechosav Lebein Ben Abonis. There was a, a son and a number of girls that, that, that were his nieces that were yarshing together. There were a number of bonis that were yarshing together. There be other yarshim, the uncles, brothers, whatever. Even though he gave everything away to one of the yarshim. So then it's matanosi klum. So this din that so ala petrupis is only exclu- exclusively to a ben ben abonis. Now another din, halacha dalit, v'chein, ha'kesev kol nechosi le'ishtek. A person has yorshim, his wife is, a wife is not a yerish. So a case of, a wife is entitled to a ksuba, but a, she's not a yerish. But a person, he went ahead and he wrote all his assets to his wife. Ben bori, ben shchivmira, whether he was healthy or he was a shchivmira. Is afal pish economy yodi, he didn't only write it, he made a maise kinyan. So we assume We assume that he wasn't really gifting his assets to his wife. We assume that he was she was only 
to be in charge. She was an apotropus on the Yenuchosim of the Yorshim. Ben Yorshim Bonov Mimano, whether the, the children that he had, which were yashning him, were his, her children, or uh, children from another wife, they weren't his children. Maybe he didn't have any children. And his Yorshim are his brothers, Ishar Yorshim, or he has other brothers. So we assume that when a person writes all his assets to his wife, and Lepel, he has other Yorshim, we assume that he doesn't really want to give his assets to his wife. We assume that he's only uh, uh, appointing her as being the apotropus for the Yorshim that are going to Yashim. That's only talking about when he gave her all his Nechassim. However, Vimshir Kalshu, he left over some of the Nechassim. In other words, he said that 90% of the Nechassim should go to his wife and 10% should go to the Yorshim or whatever, even, even, whatever, even a 1%, a little bit. But as long as he's not giving all of it to his wife, so then we say whatever he gave to his wife, she was Shitaka she she received as a gift, and that gift is a valid gift, is a, is, is a, is a, is a good gift. Vimshir Kalshu, he left over some of the Nechassim that he wasn't gifting to his wife. Ben Karka ben Metaltlon, and then Kansa Kol Shekosulo. Now, by Medvar Mamurin, that we assume that he's not really giving to her as a gift, but he's rather only appointing her as an apotropis, is Benesua. When she was his married in the Aphon of Nesuin, it wasn't only Aresin, it was Nesuin. So he was, she was his wife, proper wife. Avulum Kosov called Nechosov Leishti Arusa. In other words, it's a wife that's not really a Nesua. They just got married, there was Kedushan, but there was no Nesuin yet. So there wasn't that kirov between the husband and wife yet. Ela Grusha, or was his wife, originally was his wife, but now he divorced her. Is the fact that she's further from him causes that the matana should be kayamas. In other words, when a person has a wife that she's he's married to, and not Staman Arusa, but Nasua, so then we could assume that he trusts her, and therefore he wants her to be the apotropis, and therefore, even though he wrote that he's, she should be the balabas, but he really meant that she should be the apotropis. Masha'inkin, if it's his wife, that's not an anusua, or, she, or it's a grusha, he divorced her already, so then the pastus is not interested in her being the apotropis. So Elamai, so why is he gifting her this money? He's gifting her because he wants to gift her whatever reason. So just like if he would gift Stama person, someone that's not married to her, someone that's, someone that has no connection to him. So if he'd gift, give, her a, give a gift, so obviously that gift would be a good gift. So if he gives it to his wife, which is not his wife, Anasua, presently married to her, fully married, so then it would also be a good gift. It's just when she's Anasua, so it's fakert. Because of the closeness, so we assume that he wants her to be the apotropis, and therefore, even though he wrote her to be the, giving her a gift, we assume that she's only the apotropis. It's nochamah. When a person gives a gift of all his nechassim to his wife, so then we assume that she's only the apotropis. That's only talking about a wife that's presently his wife and a nesua. If she's an arusa or she's a grusha, that wouldn't be the din, then she would receive the present. That's din number one. And if what happens, he didn't write everything to her. He left something over for the yarshim. So again, everything he wrote to her, even if she's a nesua, belongs to her and the yarshim. We so we learned before that if a person writes all his assets to one of his sons, so we assume that he is a Yorish. I'm sorry, he is a Apotropis. He's not he doesn't really receive it, he's only the Apotropis over the other sons. 
Now, if a person writes all his nechassim to someone else, to a stranger, so then we assume that that gift is a proper gift. Now, what happens if in one star he writes all his nechassim to a son and to a stranger? And Alderazah will have a situation where he writes it to his wife and to a stranger, and to a stranger. So over here we say that the, the, the strange, so basically he's giving half to one and half to the other. So the stranger gets what he gets, and the son or the wife deals with it as if he would have given her everything. He writes all his nechosim to one of his sons and to someone else. So the other person, he's the one that receives the, half of the, the nechosim as a present. So the other half is left for the sons. And, and now this is all the assets. This is the, all the assets. So the rule is when you give all the assets to a son, so he's only apetropis. We only assume that he's an apetropis al sharechov. And that same din, Allah He writes in one star that his wife plus someone else should become the recipient of all his nechosim. Is there the other person is receive halves of it? Since she's becoming the recipient of all the rest of nechosim, so therefore. Apetrupa al mechsa. She's only an apetrupa al mechsa. She doesn't receive it, like we said before. That when a person gifts all his nechassim to his wife, we can assume that she's only apetrupas and she's not the recipient of this gift. Halacha ches. Now, kol isha shekonsa kol nixi bail matan. We said before that it could be a hechatimtza of a woman, let's say if she's a grusha or she's an arusa, that the, the husband gave her all the nechassim. And the taka became hers. She doesn't become just an apotropist. It actually becomes hers. Now, Lepel, she's a woman that also has a ksuba. She's entitled to a ksuba from her husband or from her husband's app assets. And now he gifted all these nechassim to this woman, to, to his wife. So the question is, Lepel has all she has all the nechassim. But the mice is we're soon going to have a case where she's going to lose the nechassim. The balchoiv of the husband is going to come and take away these nechassim from her. So she now is left without, without a ksuba. She has no ksuba. Now, the din is that when a person writes this type of a shtar, so all the nechassim that are here now are included in that shtar. But any nechassim that was, was, was accumulated later, let's, let's say, Arishchidosh Nisan, a man writes a shtar, to his wife of Kol Nechosov. And Mamele, he gave her all his Nechosov. And Lepeil, and she is entitled to those Nechosov because she was an Arusa or she was a Grusha. And Lepeil, between Rishchei and Rishchei ear, he accumulated more Nechosov. And then he died on Rishchei ear. So she ends up having all these Nechosov. And Lepeil, there's more Nechosov that goes to the Yorshim. Now, she goes ahead and she has all these nechassim, but all these nechassim were taken away from her. Why were they taken away from her? Because there were people that the husband owed money to, and Lepel, since she was the one that was received as a gift from her husband, these nechassim, so a gift that was given to her husband, is, there's a lien from other debtors, from other creditors. And Memela, so they have to, they come and take away from her nechassim. She's left without anything. But now she says, listen, I didn't, I, you gave me a big gift. She, she got a big gift from her husband. But Lepel, she's left with nothing. And she has a ksuba. So what's going to be with her ksuba? So we say no. Because since she, Lepel, got a gift, and that getting a gift is something which was so 
important to her that she received this gift. So at that point in time, when she received the gift, she forfeited her tzuba. And even though later on, this gift will really be taken away from her, but Lepel, she can't go ahead and reclaim her tzuba. That's this din. Kol isha, kol isha, shekonsa kol matana. She received all her husband's assets matana. So the din is ibda ksubasa, she loses her ksuba. Vitikari could be torn up, lefichach. Im yotza olav shtarcheiv, if later on a shtarcheiv came out against those nechosim, which she received as a gift, and v'holchu kol ha nechosim bechev, yishikadim ha and now they went ahead, those, those bali cheiv, went ahead and took away those nechosim, because they were there before she received the gift, is to sure he, b'leiklum, she remains without anything. And she doesn't take anything for a ksuba which really came before the chayf. She knows she had a ksuba and that ksuba really was before the chayf. So l'chura ba'amas, she's entitled to the ksuba and she really should get the... Knows this karka, which she got as a gift from her husband, was, 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 there was a lien of bali chayf, but there was also her lien. And her lien really was before the bali chayf. So what's happening is that she received it as a present. Now the Balichev are coming along and taking away these karka from her. And now, she, now she's left with nothing. So the Chur, she goes and say, one second, you're taking away this karka from me because you have a chayv, but I have an earlier chayv than you. My chayv comes before yours because I was the ksuba and I, we got married before you, you this, this debt. So I'm entitled to this karka. So we say no. When she received the Spechidosh over here, when she received the Karka, she, so to speak, was Mevater. She forfeited her, her schus to the Ksuba, even though now she's really left with nothing. But that Hanoah that she had, that her husband gifted her, so that's considered something which for that she was willing to Mevater her Ksuba. And Lepel, she's going to end up with nothing. The Hanor that she had when, when this news, Shekasiv Lakom Nechosim, that her husband wrote all his Nechosim to her, and Lepel at that point in time, it was a, it was a proper gift. The gift was Chal. So as a result of that, she loses any rights she has on these Nechosim, except for this Matana, and therefore, even though right now, Lepel, these Nechosim were taken away from her, but she can't go ahead and reclaim it based on the Ksuba, because the Ksuba she she forfeited the ksuba. Is again when a woman gets all the nechasim from her husband, and lepels at that point in time she loses a ksuba. So even if later on she ends up losing those nechasim, and lepel her rights to the ksuba came really before the balchev, which really took away these nechasim. But nevertheless, we assume that once she was the she received this gift, she was mevater on her ksuba and memela the ksuba is bottom. A person writes all his nechosim to his children, whether they're writing it to his children, to his sons, daughters, he's writing, knows he's gifting his nechosim to his children. Rather than having an inheritance, he's gifting his nechosim to his children. Let's say he wants his daughters also to get part of the nechosim. So if he's not going to gift it, so the, only the sons are going to get it. Because only the sons yashin. So he's going ahead and he's dividing his assets and he's gifting it to the sons and to the daughters. And he's, a, he's either he's healthy or he's a shivmira. And the of imoin karka And amongst the gifts that he was giving to his 
children, which, which, and, and to his daughters, he also gave a piece of land to his wife. Is hail So no, since he like made her into like one of the Yarshim, that she's part of the, so to speak, the people that are receiving his inheritance, even though really she's not entitled to inheritance, she's entitled to Aksuba. Abulapel, he made her into a shut and she wasn't Meicha. In other words, she could say, listen, this piece of karka is very nice. I'm very happy to get this piece of karka that he's gifting me. But he really owes me a ksuba of a lot more money. And I don't want this piece of karka to be the mimkei maksuba. In other words, I don't want this piece of, the fact that he's giving me this nice, nice this piece of karka should be in order in, in, in order that I shouldn't be able to get a ksuba from it. But Lepel, she wasn't mecha. She didn't object. So the din is that since she received this gift, and while she received this gift, she didn't object in saying that this gift shouldn't replace the ksuba, is if the ksubasa, she loses her rights to the ksuba. And all these nechasim that he gifted together with her, nechasim that he gifted her, she doesn't, she doesn't take anything from that. However, in those he did this, he could have done this while he was still uh, alive, and after that he, he had more nechasim. Let's say this was done in Rishchidosh Nissen. He went ahead and he gifted all his sons and his daughters and he gave also his wife. So And she didn't object. So we assume that this, what she received is bimke, so not bimkem dekzuba. It's not bimkem dekzuba. It's be'emes. What's happening is, is that she's being mevater on her schus to be gave a ksuba from the other nechasim that he gifted. Whereas he gifted her and he gifted them. And Mimele, she's so happy that he gifted her together with them. So Mimele, she's being mavater on her schus to, to claim the ksuba from them. But that's only to claim the ksuba from that money that he gifted together with the money he gifted her. Masha'enken, any money that he earned or he received after that that happened, and he did all this. And then between Rishchidosh Nissen and whatever further, he, he, he earned more money. And then he died. So then she's entitled to receive her ksuba from that money that he earned after he died. I mean, after 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 he gave this gift. That's what he's saying. Because she's not being mavater on the ksuba. She's only being mavater on her schus to mon the ksuba from these nechosim. But from the chosim that he will receive after these nechosim is niteles mehem ksubasa. So then he could take this up. Halacha yud. Kosev lo imoyin metaltlan bevad. Because he was dividing his nechosim amongst his children and he didn't leave her a piece of karka. He left her only metaltlan. So that's not really so choshev. So for that she's not willing to be mavater her schus to mon the ksuba from their nechosim. Again, She's not being mavater on her ksuba. It's only that so she's being mavater her right to mandar nechosim from these karka, from these children. So she received karka together with them. So therefore, she's willing to be mavater that she doesn't have a schus to be tivea the ksuba from the karka that he gave to these bonim. Masha'inke, if he only gave her metaltalin, so that's not enough for her to be so happy about and be mavater. That's the number one. Oi, shishir la'atzmi karka kolshu. Knows the case before was he gave all his nechosim and he gave to his sons or his daughters and also to her. So she was, so there was nothing left and was saying she's being mavater from being able to give 
her ksuba from these nechassim that these people received together with her, only if she received karka. But what happens if he left himself some of the karka? So if he left himself some of the karka, so basically he's leaving a place for her to be able to be geva. Notice he's not, she's not being mavater, her whole schus of being geva, because he's leaving karka for himself, and for that she'll be able to give her a ksuba. So once she's able to be geva the ksuba from this karka that he left for himself, so we assume that she'll also be able to be geva the ksuba from all the karka that he distributed. That's this then. If he only wrote a metaltum, that's one case. So in either case, it's ksubasa kayemis, and ksubasa kayemis doesn't mean, obviously ksubasa kayemis, it means ksubasa kayemis, and she could mourn from the other bonim that received karka, she could mourn from them. Now, that's the number one. Then the Ram says, Even if he left metaltum koshu, so it's also she could go ahead and mon, aside from these metaltalin, and also from the bonnet, because the din is, meikr the dinner, there's no shibar on, the dinner, the gemara, there's no shibar on, on, on metaltalin. There's only shibar on karka. Masha'enkim, medinas ha'geinim, so there's a shibar on metaltalin as well. So if, so it, before takonas ha'geinim, once he distributes all his karka, so basically he didn't leave her anything to be, to be gave her a shibar from. And therefore, she was mavater because she received karka. They received karka. She was mavater on the shibut only on st- karka that he that he acquires later. So then her, her shibut is reinstated because she wasn't mavater on aksuba. She was only mavater on the shibut. That's only talking about mashainkin if he left for himself karka. So he left for himself something that she should have a shibut on. Once she has a shibut on the karka, she has, he has a shibut also on the karka that he distributed to the bonim. She doesn't have a shibra metaltalim because there's no shibra metaltalim. But once the Goenim instituted that there is a shibra metaltalim, so now the din becomes that even if he left himself metaltalim, so basically, even though he distributed all his nechassim, but he left metaltalim, so there is still a shibud that was left for her to be gave her ksuba from. So once she's gave her ksuba from these metaltalim, so she can be gave also from the rest of Kerkois as well. That's this. Even if he only left metaltalin, is also she could be gaver from all the nechassim, the nechassim that the other bonim and bonis received. What he left over and he gave it because that's takonas hagenim. Once she's already being gaver, she's not being mavater on everything at this point in time. Is memela teirid l'shar nechassim v'tisav. So memela, that's how she could also be teirid l'shar nechassim, which is really the havana of why by sheer karka she could be given from everything. But normally by sheer metaltim she cannot. But after takonas agoinim, that then applies also by sheer metaltim. Yeah, hakoisiv kol nechassim lebonim. A person writes his children all nechassim, and lepel vekasiv leishte chelik imoyim, and he wrote also for his wife a chilek of these nechassim, and as a result of that, she was mevatah deschus, to be able to be gaver from these children that received the nechassim, and lepeil umes echad menabonim b'chai yoviv. And one of these sons died b'chai yoviv, and the father yashed him. So now this karka that he gave to the ben, which he gifted him, b'chai yoviv, so now went back to the father. So the din is, so she could go ahead and be gave her her ksuba from this chilek. She'll leave the ksuba, 
She was never a mavater on the karka. She didn't mean to say that this karka she can't be tired from. Men to say she can't, she won't be tired from these yisaymim which received the gifts together with her. Mashainki now that this yosim died and lepel this karka went back to his father, so then she could go ahead and collect the 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 the, the, from the ksuba from the father. Halacha yud base. A woman once gets married. And she doesn't, when a woman gets married, so all her nechassim, so either she gives it to her husband, those, that's Nixit St. Barzal, or even the nechassim that are actually hers that she doesn't give to her husband, but lepel, those nechassim, the husband has a right to have the payers from those nechassim. And those, the, any, 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 any benefit that there is from those nechassim belong to the husband. That's the din of Nixit Maluk. Now, she doesn't want her husband to have benefit, and she doesn't want also her husband maybe Tiyarshin nechassim. And the din is that a woman has nechassim, so and she dies, so the, the husband yarshin's the nechassim. So the din is a haritzer linase, and because for kol nechassim she wrote all her nechassim bein libnos, she wrote it away for her son or bein laacher or for someone else, and vachar kachnisus, and then she got married, and v'nizgarsha, and then she she got divorced. Eishemez bailo, her husband died. So the din is, she gave away all nechassim already to her son or to someone. So the din is matonasi betela. The maton is bottle Why? Because we understand that she's not really giving away these nechassim because she wants to give it to this person she's giving it to. She's trying to keep these nechassim away from her husband. Matonasi betela shezum avrachasi. She's trying to keep away the nechassim from her husband. For the the only reason why she wrote all her assets to someone to keep it away from her husband, he shouldn't be the one that yashes her. That if she dies, it shouldn't go to him, it should go to her son or to whoever else it is. And also, and when she's going to want these nechassim, is they should come back to her. Whereas if she gets divorced or he dies, she wants to be able to have these nechassim back. If she actually died, so again, it's not the husband's because she gave it away. Is the din is Then the recipient, Taka receives it, becomes his. So a woman is getting married. She owns nechassim. She doesn't want her husband to have access to those nechassim. She doesn't want, if she dies, her husband should yashin the nechassim. He doesn't want even right now that he should be echel payers from those nechassim. So Memele, the Ram does mention that. But so Lepel, she went ahead and gave it as a matana. So the matana is not a matana that she's giving it away and, and if she's going to want it back, she's not going to get it back. If she gets divorced or her husband dies, so she takes back the nechassim. However, if she taka dies, and, and she dies, so she's not taking back the nechassim anymore, so then the person that she gave the nechassim to becomes a recipient. However, if she didn't give all the nechassim away to someone, she left some of the nechassim for herself, so then matanosik kayemis, so then we assume that her matana is yeah proper matana. So a woman owns property or owns whatever she owns, and uh, even even metaltalin. And lepel she gives away all her nechassim to someone before she gets married. So then when she gets divorced, she could take all of nechassim back. Masha'inkin, if she owns nechassim and she gives a good part of those nechassim away, and she leaves a little bit over, and that she goes into the marriage with. So then, when, if she gets divorced, she can go ahead and take those nechassim back. Halacha yud kol kol Those people that give away all their assets is mishiti bottle matana. Once that matana becomes bottle, 
This woman gave away all her assets to someone, and that was in order to avoid her husband getting it. And now she got divorced, so now she's taking all her assets back. So now she can't say, now listen, all the payers you ate during in the interim between my marriage and my divorce, I want back. That, no, that, that, that belongs to the Makabal. Ain't a Makabal Matona, Marzer Peters. Even if a person clearly said, I'm giving you a matana on the condition that you'll have to return it to me at a certain point in time, at the end of someone's life, so over here also the same thing. In other words, since she gave a matana, it's Kilo understood that the matana is only as long as she doesn't want the matana back. In other words, she's not going to get divorced or her husband dies. So either way, she, she wants this, 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 this matana back, so she's entitled to the matana back. But on the other hand, the payers, that this person, that the recipient of the matana ate, it's, just, it's as if he, she would have said, I'm giving you the matana as long as my, this husband, my husband's alive. So the male, any payers that this recipient ate is his, even though at the end, once the husband dies, so he has to give it back, the matana. Halachi yudalit. Someone said, someone finds himself in Medina Sayyam and he sends Kalim to his family. So this, these Kalim should be given to my sons. So when it says the word Lebone literally means my sons, but we assume that it doesn't necessarily mean his sons. It means either his sons or his daughters. Even though he said the word Bonai, we assume that it means my children. And therefore, they should be given sight to his sons and sight to his daughters. Those things that are appropriate for sons, so those are the things that go to the Lebonim. And those things that are appropriate for a bonus, in other words, silk, colored silk clothes, or garments, or which is like jewelry, is Yitlma Bonis. Now, something that can be used either by scharm or in the cave. So notice it's not something, it's not svarim and, and it's not klimeshi. It's something which is a regular item. So, so we assume that he meant it for the sons. He didn't say yitnu l'bonis. He's sending kelim to his house. And they weren't, I'm sorry. person sends kelim to his house. And they were kalim that were roy for bonus for daughters. Those things that were roy for women is the din is So his daughter should take it. Why? Because who is he sending it to? He, he, he didn't say who he's sending it to, but the pastors he's sending it to his daughters. However, if he doesn't have any daughters, or his daughters were married. So then, Yitlu Eso Neshei Bonov, Shadas Neite Shalehen Sholach. Now we learned before that when a person sends a present, and he says for my children, so whatever is roy for boys, so the sons take. Whatever is roy for the daughters, the daughters take. Now what happens if it's roy for both? So we assume the Imden Das was for his sons. Over here, he's sending items which could be used by women. It could be used by women. So the din is as a, if he has daughters that live in the house, so the pastors who are sending for his daughters. Masha'inkin, if he doesn't have any daughters that are living in the house, his daughters are married, 
but he also has sons which are married to women. So the question is really, his daughters are married, so they really should be supported by her husband, by their husbands. Now he has sons which they should support their wives. So when he's sending it, since we said before that a person would rather send it to his son than to his daughter, so when he's sending an item which could be used by a woman, so we assume that he's sending it to his son to give to his wife rather than sending it to his daughter, which really should be taken care of by her husband. So if the daughter is at home, so then we assume he's sending it to his daughters. But if his daughter is married, so then we assume he's sending it rather to his daughter-in-law than to his daughter, because his daughter-in-law should be the responsi- is the responsibility of his son. So by sending it to his daughter-in-law, he's basically helping his son. Masha'enkin, by sending it to his daughter, he's basically helping his son-in-law. His son-in-law should be supporting his daughter-in-law. His daughter. So Mamela, we assume that he's sending it to his daughter. Halacha Tezvah. It's come Bahamshah that there's certain things that we assume Umdan Das, even though he didn't say it clearly. Hamasi Bnoi Godl Lipsula Babais. Person is marrying off his son, his oldest son, to Apsula, to a woman that to someone that wasn't married before. Babais in a house. Whereas the father owns a house, he's marrying off his son. To Apsula in a bais. So the din is Kana Habais. So we, we assume that the father wants to gift this house to the son, and therefore the son owns the house. Vahu, that's only on the condition, that this should be for this son, it should be his first marriage. And also for the father, this is the first child that the father is marrying off. That's another condition. And second and thirdly, Whereas the bias was completely given over for the marriage of the son. There's nothing in that house that the father owns. That the father says, this is something that is something of mine that I'm being miyachet for myself. So three conditions. This is the first marriage of the son. This is the first marriage of the son. It's also the first time the father is marrying off his son. And also, there's nothing left here in the house that the father was miyachet for himself. Sheyichet leklum. Udvarim elu kahalachis einlem tamhu. It's like alachis chazal instituted. The Rambam saying it goes into the gather of dvarim sheinlem tam. Aldera we had benegay ma'imet shloshtam. V'nagu chacham b'davar zem umdnas. In other words, the chacham used this as as a umdnas. In other words, they assessed the person's das. Shemerev simchasi va'avasi because of his great simcha and his ava for his son is gomer v'hikno abayis. There was a gemiras das that he wants to be makdim the house. Shalishir be'leasul kum. He didn't leave anything in this house for himself. And as the house was completely designated for the son's marriage, and there was nothing else in the house other than for the son. Lefichach imshir sham afilo pachach. If lepel the father left over even one jug. Is like Khan Abayis because Lopel is this jug that's his. Notice he didn't give over the entire house to the son. Now, Yichud Le Bayis or Clay Bayis, he designated for him for the wedding that he should have a house, and this is the Clay Bayis for, for the son. Is Avopi Shashir Bebayis Kli Echad Lasmi. In the house, we left over, the father left over a jug for himself, and therefore, as a result of that, he's not being Makna the Bayis to the son. He had even more. There was a whole storage place in the house, which was for the father. So there's another dinner that when a person designates a house for a son to get married, in that house, there is the clay bias, which is designated for the son. 
So normally we say if there's nothing left in the house and, and it fits all the conditions, that it's the uh, Ben Hagodel that's marrying a psula and he never married her, he never got married before, the father never married off before. So then the din is that he gets the house. He gets the house and also all the kale which are in the house which are designated for this marriage. Masha'inkein, if there's something else in the house that's still for the father, the father still left a certain rights in this house, he even has one jug in the house. So that causes that the house shouldn't be the son's. But on the other end, the Kleabais, which was designated for the son, that is the son. Now, this house didn't, wasn't only a house, it also had an upper floor. So the din is bias kona. He's kind of the house. That was where he designated the house for the wedding. So mainly he's kind of the house. He's not kind of the upper floor. He's. He was miyachrim a bias, and that bias also has an aksadra. Aksadra is like a porch area outside the house, which has a roof and it's supported by beams. So the din is bias kara. He's kind of the bias because that was the din that was we learned before that he got married in the house and it was miyachrim the house. But aksadra lekona. Now shnei batim zelif nimizeh. He gave him a house, and that house had really two houses, two rooms, one in the other. Is the place where the marriage actually took place? That's considered the house that he designated for the wedding. Masha'inke in the other room, even though it was a room that's adjacent to this room, but that's not considered part of the house that was designated for the wedding because that's not where the nesuin took place, and therefore only the house where the nesuin took place is the house which the son you're gifting to the. We, we assume that he's gifting to the son. But not the other house. So Bikitzer, it's only curl of the house, only curl of the house if there's nothing that the father has in the house, if there's something that the father has in the house. So then it doesn't include the house, but it does include the Caleb, which is Miyaka to the marriage. If there's a house plus a upper floor, so it's only the house, not the upper floor. If there's a house plus an Aksadra, it's only the house and not the Aksadra. If there's a house plus an inner room in the house, it's only referring to the house where the wedding took place and not the adjacent room. We learned already in Hilchis Ishus. There were two people that made up already to get married. And they, they, the, the Mechutanim committed themselves, one for their son and one for their daughter. How much are you willing to give dowry? This is not for your son in order to help him out in the marriage. And how the, the father of the daughter. Of the, of the one that's getting married. How much are you giving? So he said, kach v'kach. V'omdu v'kitcho, right behemshech, to this type of talk. They went ahead and they were mekadosh, the chosu was mekadosh, the kala. So the din is konu bamira. So that's our maizikinian, even though normally uh, when a person just commits himself to give a present, that's not really a proper commitment. But over here, in such circumstances, it's konu bamira. Ve'ein kainan bamira zu, but this amira is not going to be kainan, achas nesuin. In other words, you're not going to, right now is only erisin. Until Shas Nesuyin, you're not committed to, to, to give the money. Shekola Poisik, when a person makes up to give money, is Daite Lichnis. The Das is only that once the Nesuyin is going to take place, that's what he's going to give the money. But Lepel, it's a commitment. So Sai, the father is the father of the Chosnes, to pay the money, and Sai, the father of the Kala, uh, pay the money. Utsrichim Shiyo Advarim Shem Peskim Matsuyin Bershusei. Whereas when they commit themselves to give something, what they're giving has to be Motsi Bershusei. Normally when there's a din, when a person commits himself, with a Kenyan, 
So the din is when you commit yourself with a Kenyan, you could write a star on this commitment. That's a Kenyan is nitlunli kosif. This hakno, where a person commits himself to give something, doesn't have a din that you could write a star of this commitment. And lefichach einen kishtar ashayitrif ma'am. Whereas if there would be a star, so then the person that has the star knows you committed yourself, so there could be even, you could be tarif even from the lukuchas, and knows you committed yourself to a certain amount, and lepel, you didn't give it, you had that money, you didn't give it, so you could be tarif even from lukuchas if there was a star. Masha'inkin over here, we're saying that this is not, this commitment doesn't have a din that's nitnuli kosev. Because if you said that it should be nitnuli kosev, it should be written a star, so you could write a star. No, but the question is normally, normally a, a Kenyan is nitnuli kosev. Masha'inkin over here, this Kenyan is not, this is not really a Maisa Kenyan, it was just a Maisa Amira. And it's, it's, it's a chidush that it's dvarim which is nikten bamira. So this dvarim and nikten bamira is not enough that you should actually write a star on this akno. Allah yutches. Hamekadish is so isha. Afilu kitsha be'elev dinner. He gave elev dinner for the kedushin. Ben shechazra he. Ben shechazra who. Whether later on he decided that he doesn't want to continue with the marriage. He wants to give her a get. Or she decided she doesn't want to continue with the marriage. Whether he died or she died, so obviously it never came from Kedushin to Nesuin. So the money that he gave for the Kedushin is not Chazor. He can't say, listen, I married you, now I'm giving you a divorce. So it comes out of Mafreya, I wasn't really interested in such a marriage. Whatever, whatever the divorce entails, entails. In other words, if there's a chiv ksuba, there's no chiv ksuba, that's a separate I- issue. But the question is, what about the moist kedushin? The moist kedushin is not chayzer. In other words, when a person marries a woman and the kedushin was chal, so even though later on he divorces her, later on she wants a divorce, either way, he dies, she dies, but lepel, the kedushin was chal, at that point in time, the money became hers. It's considered a matana, which you can't take back. But if the Kedushin was a mistake, whereas he thought one thing on the pale she was something else, so Mimela comes out that it was Mekach Tois, so Mimela is Chez so then the Mois is Chez, because the pale, it was Kedushin Tois, so the whole Kedushin was never Chal. When a person marries a, a sister, and the pale, a sister, there's no Chal Kedushin, Kedushin is not Tafsim in Arias, she's a chorus, any is a chorus, there's no Tfisus Kedushin. Is a mois maton? Why? Because Adam Yedei Hashem Kedushin Tefsim Barayis. A person know, knows that Kedushin is not Tefsim Barayis, and everyone knows that Aches is Arayis. Then he's a tale. The Gemara of Nosson Shematon. He was really giving his sister a present, and for whatever reason, he decided to say Arayat Mukdashesli. But Lepel, we don't assume that he was really giving it to her Almanas that it should be a Kedushin. Lepel, it's not a Kedushin, so maybe she get the money back. He knew that this money wasn't a Kedushin. Halacha Chafal. Hashleach Savleinus Lebeis Chomif. Someone sends presents to a shver's house. He knows he, he, she, his wife is not Rusi. He, he, he was Makadashir, Lapil. There was no Nasuin yet. She's still at home. And he's sending Savlenus. Whether he's sending a, a large amount of, of presents or a small amount of presents. Whether he ate there, there was a Suda for the Erison, and he ate there or he didn't eat there. Now, after he sent these presents, he died. Or she died. He changed his mind and he doesn't want to continue with the Nisuin. So the question is, what's with those presents? Do those presents come back? And he didn't send it to her 
really just for the heiress, and he sent it to her because he's marrying her. Lepel, he didn't end up marrying her. So the din is Yahzuru has Sivlenis Kula. So those Sivlenis go back because Lepel, he had no intention of giving it Stamaze and Chutzman, Michael Vameshka, except for food and drink. So Lepel, the, the Rabbi Mara brings up here from Pirisha Mishnayis that Chutzman, Michael Vameshka means that was drunk, that was eaten already, or drunk already. In other words, if the food and drink are still there, so they also go back. In other words, Michael Omashka means if they were, if he sent food items and they were already eaten or drunk, they, they drank them already, so then you don't ask them back to pay, to reimburse you for it. But if the item is still originally available, so then you are, you do get it back. And Aldereza, in other words, the, the chilik is not Michael and not Michael. The chilik is beaker, whether it was used or not used. The part that was used, you don't have to reimburse. The part that wasn't used, has to give be given back. The Ram doesn't say clearly that. The Ram says the chile between food and not food. And then he sent her certain items to use Beves Avia. Is in Mishtamshaba if she used it. Ubaloi Avdu is also in a Mishtam. They don't have to be paid. So it could be the word is not Kalim Watam. If it's Kalim Watam, so Mimela, they were Baloi Nishtamshu. In other he sent her an item which is just used. And Mimela, once they're used, they're, they're, there's nothing to give back. Avalim Hoyu Kayam, if these items are still there, so Bepastus, if it would be Kalim Arubim, so it would always be there. So it would be Kalim there. Oyim Hoyu Kayam is Chazer Akel, the gave Asim Bebezen. Shadavi Yadua Shalisholcham Ella Derech Noibulvat. A person sends these as a, as niceness. He wants to be nice, and he only wants it for the eventuality of them getting married. Mashiach, and if they don't get married, so therefore he had no intention of giving this and gifting it. Kitzur. So the nekudas advarim is that if the presents are still kayam, so then he could take it back. And if they're not kayam, if they were eaten already or they were used already, so then you can't take it back. Halacha chav gimul. Now chazra hiba. This is talking about when he changed his mind. He knows he doesn't want the marriage. What happens if she changed the mind, changed her mind, and she doesn't want to get married? So then, now everything goes back. Even the food and drink, which was eaten already, is dom of bezel. So she has to pay back for the food and drink that he sent there, and they were eaten already, or drunk already. She has to send it back. If the posh the price for it was six, is So then she only pays two thirds. She pays two thirds of the normal price. Since he, we assume that he didn't give this present only al das that she's not going to have charata on the wedding. And lepel, since she did have charata, so therefore she has to reimburse him. So obviously. The, 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 these civil ladies have to go back this Pashat. That would be even if he changed his mind. But over here, the Chiddush is that if she changed her mind, even the, the, the stuff that's not there anymore, so she has to reimburse him, but she doesn't have to reimburse him. Mamish is its original value at a cheap, as a reduced value, which is only two thirds from its original value. Halacha Chavdalut. Heirer Abesei. Shemhoye Minig Medina. Sheyase Kol Odom Suda. That when a person gets married, and a person becomes an a person is is isha, so he makes a party, and he, with his friends and gives all, gives gives money to various different people, and and then she 
was chayzer from the marriage, you know, that she went ahead and said she doesn't want to get married. So the din is mishalem sakel. She has to pay for all his losses. Whereas he went ahead and made a suda and he gave food and drink to his friends. He also gave out different monies to different people to shamoshim chazonim. So this was all because of the marriage. And lepel she changed her mind. Shari gormalei laabed momen and v'cholagerim laabed momen chaveri mishalem. Abavu she only edim kame eitzei. She has to have edim to prove how much he spent. For these parties or for giving out these money. He can't be just Nishba Venetal. He has to prove that this is the amount of money that he spent as a result of this wedding. And it wasn't the wedding, this was all in the Arison. He was Ma'ariser, and then he went ahead and made a, pra, a, pra, a, a party, and then he went ahead and gave out distributions. So the dinner, she has to reimburse him for all his losses.